Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Mosaic Campus Church Podcast. We are so, so happy you decided to join us here today. Today we're continuing our Sing Me a Song series. We're looking at the song, Man of Your Word. Uh, it is by Maverick City, which uh, we love here at Mosaic. Um, their songs are uh, so original, uh, just kind of fresh in terms of the whole kind of contemporary Christian music scene these days. Um, and so I encourage you to go listen to some of their albums and stuff. But we're going to talk about this specific song, Man of Your Word. Uh, we haven't led this one on a Sunday. So if you don't know the song, I encourage you to go listen to it uh, and then come back to this podcast. Um, but if you haven't listened to Maverick City, go listen to their albums. They got three out, three volumes. Would love for you to check them out. Man of your word. Um, and you are not listening to just my opinions. You are going to hear from the legend herself, Rebecca Grimes. And I say that because she's my wife. Uh, but she has so much knowledge and experience in terms of worship and leading worship. And so I wanted to bring her on so that she could share some of that uh, wisdom and experience. And she loves this song, Man of Your Word. So she explains it a little bit. And we dig into a great conversation together. So I hope you enjoy this today. And we'll see you soon. Well, everybody, we are here with our next Sing Me a Song series where we're looking at the song uh, Man of Your Word by Maverick City, which we're really excited to talk about. And thankfully today, you don't have to listen to just my opinions and my voice. Uh, We have a very, very special guest, uh, extremely special guest to me uh, on our podcast today talking about this song Man of Your Word. We have the legendary Mrs. Rebecca Grimes on the podcast. Welcome, hey, babe. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, can I just give a little disclaimer before we get started? Sure. Um, to everybody that's listening, I am nine months pregnant currently. <laughs> so <laughs> if you hear like this vampire breathing in the background, it's just me. Uh, and basically, I just can't catch my breath uh, thanks to this baby that's pushing on my lungs. So I apologize in advance, uh, but hopefully it won't be an issue. Here we are. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when this actually airs, hopefully that baby won't be inside of you anymore. Oh, so true. <laughs> yes, definitely. But the while, plan. while recording this, you are nine months pregnant. I am, yes. So I completely understand. Sorry for my heavy breathing, people. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in case you don't know Rebecca, Rebecca's my wife which I have the biggest honor to be her husband. Uh, she's truly the most amazing person in the world. Um, nice. And she always gets roped in to do things like me, which I'm really thankful <laughs> for. Um, but um, she also, one of her, I would say, hidden talents, especially within mosaic circles and what a lot of the mosaic family would know, is she is extremely talented um, in terms of her knowledge of worship um, she has the best harmonies I've ever heard um, somebody <laughs> sing. Um, so she has so much knowledge to give, so much wisdom to give. So I thought it was so important to get her in along with all of our other worship leaders at Mosaic to just uh, share her thoughts on worship leading, worship in general, but also this song, which um, lately has kind of been something that she's been listening to. So um, the, me- the message of that and stuff like that, she's going to talk about, but Maybe, Rebecca, before uh, we get into the song, maybe you can talk about a little bit um, of your experience with worship. Um, You've done a bit of worship leading as well. Uh, Maybe you can just chat a little bit about even how you got into singing. Um, I know it's a pretty cool story how you learn harmonies. 
hopefully you remember what that story is. But I don't know if I do, actually. <laughs> I'm looking at you like you're crazy because I don't, you'll have to fill me in later. Yeah. But maybe you can just tell everybody how, like, um, worship became such a big part of your life and just some of your experience with worship leading. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, believe it or not, I used to lead worship quite a bit back in when I was, like, youth age. Back in youth group, um, I feel like for the most part, that's really when I got started, um, was when I was a teenager, um, and we needed people in our youth group to lead worship, and I, I enjoyed singing, um, and kind of got roped in that way, and then it really became, uh, a passion of mine at that stage in my life anyways, um, it's so funny though, because like worship leading is not for everybody, right, Mm. um, and like it's a it's a really big responsibility and uh I enjoyed it for the season of time that I did it uh but eventually just felt like the leadership part of it wasn't necessarily for me as I moved on and so I uh I did quite a bit of participation in worship teams at when I moved on to university at Tyndale um but honestly, like if you were to ask me right now, I would say that the my passion would be, like you said, like harmony, background vocals. I love a good background vocal. I really, really enjoy singing harmony and singing background. Um, I really feel like it adds so much to like the overall worship experience when it comes to listening to, to music and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my experience in worship. I have no idea what you're talking about. When it comes to the how I learned to sing harmony, what were you referring to? Well, you told me whether it was the truth or a lie. Yeah. <laughs> you told me that you just drove her in the car and listened to Adele all day and just practiced. Oh harmonies. yes, yeah, the Adele album. What what was the first album? Nineteen or whatever. That was a big album for me for sure to practice harmony. Because uh, there's like wicked three part harmonies yeah. or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like there's always a three part harmony to an Adele song. Right. That's how good it is. It's like a classic, you know, classic pop song. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's kind of my experience and background of worship. Um, I don't get to do a lot of it anymore. Mm. Um, but, you know, I still enjoy singing into your ear when I'm <laughs> standing beside you at Mosaic. <laughs> I enjoy it too. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so another question that I've been asking all the worship leaders when they've been on this is kind of what their priority is um, or almost like a rubric as they select songs for a worship set. And so I know you have like some background in leading worship, but like you've, you're a bit of a worship guru in a sense that you've got a lot of experience. So maybe you can just share some of your wisdom on what do you think is like even just one important kind of rubric or thing to follow when picking a set list for worship kind of experience? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there, I mean, there's so many things that you could say really or choose mm. probably the first couple things that come to mind are I think theme theme is important and when I say theme I mean um, like taking people kind of on a journey like when you're up there leading like you you don't want people to be distracted and a lot of the times a lot of the time song choice can do that right depending on on what the speaker is speaking on and depending on like the order of your songs that kind of thing Um, And I mean, like music really speaks to people's hearts. And so I think that like that heart journey, like when you're going through a set list, I think is really important. Um, I think even just really practically, like knowing your audience is so key. Knowing your audience, I think is so, so important. And I think sometimes um, that gets missed a little bit. Mm. Um, So I think some songs 
just don't work in certain contexts, right? And I mean, yeah. we've had that conversation many times. Yeah. Uh, they don't work in certain contexts. They don't work in certain places where they might work really well. You know, over here, uh, they don't. It doesn't work over at the other place, right? Yeah. So I think knowing your your audience or your congregation or whatever you want to call it, I think is really important um, as a worship leader in selecting songs and picking a set list. Um, and if you don't know, like, I mean, I can, it's so hard, I'm sure, for worship leaders to go into to places that they don't know and try and figure mm. it out, right? But I do think that that's a really important piece, just really practically speaking. Yeah, that's good. Um, so we're talking about Man of Your Word, which is written by Maverick City. Uh, we've already put a song on the podcast channel, uh, Keep On Getting Better, which we have sang a few times at Mosaic, is written by Maverick City. I think they have three albums out. Yeah. Um, most recently, I think there's just volume one, two, and three. Yeah, that's right. And so the recent one was in 2020 with volume three, and this song, Man of Your Word, is on it. So if you haven't heard it, uh, we haven't sung this one at Mosaic. I haven't heard it in any kind of church worship experience um and if you go listen to the recording you probably understand why um (laughs) but this is a really good song and uh, one that actually rebecca brought to me that we should talk about so uh, we're going to chat about it a little bit if you even want to look up the lyrics uh you can or listen to the song on youtube you can go and do that um but maybe you can just give us like a little bit of a brief um talk about what the main message of this song is man of your word yeah, for sure. I When you asked me to do this, I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do a song I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. So that's why I brought this one to you, because <laughs> this has been on repeat in my car for the last little while. Um, yeah, this song to me is really, like, when it boils down to, I was just trying to think even today, like, what is the main message or how, what do I see the main message of this song being? Like, it's actually a very simple song. Like, there's not a whole lot of lyrics to it. Um, it's just kind of the same couple lyrics repeated over and over again but the song to me is really boils down to uh what like a profound unshakable faith in god looks like Mm. uh and what yeah what that looks like in our lives uh when we're able to kind of get to that place of faith with god so i'll unpack that for you first by saying that i think this song can probably be a hard one for some people to sing like the lyrics of this song, because I think even for me, like it's so counter to how a lot of us live our lives. Mm. So, I mean, it, it, for example, the lyric, like if you said it, we believe it. That's the, one of the main lyrics in this song, right? So God, if you said it, then we believe it. Uh, if I were to have written <laughs> this song, it would probably sound more like oh, if you said it, then it must be true for you, but I'll need some more evidence or proof before I can fully get on board, right? But, I mean, that's that lyric is not as catchy or succinct as what they were going for. Well, you are six on the internet. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, but I think a lot of the times, I mean, some of us are more trusting than others naturally, but I think a lot of the times that's how we kind of live our life. It's like, oh, well, if you said it, it must be true for you, but, like, where's the proof, hmm. right? Like, show me the proof <laughs> before I can fully get on board. Yeah. Um, and I do want to clarify too, I don't necessarily think this song is talking about like blind faith, like the type of faith, you know, like, because I said so period, like, I don't think it's talking about that kind of faith either. Like I, the lyric goes, if you said it, we believe it. And so why? Because you're a man of your word. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like me looking at you as my husband and telling someone else, oh, well, Steven said this. So you can definitely believe that it's true because 
because he's a man of his word, you know, like, because he, you know, whatever he says is true and his word means something. But how would I actually know that about you? It's because I have a relationship with you, mm-hmm. right? Because you've shown up for me, because you've proven yourself time and time again that you can be trusted and that what you say can be trusted, right? Um, so I think that this song is really trying to convey like a similar type of thing. We have confidence, and that's one of the lyrics. We have this confidence, right? Knowing that you're going to finish what you start. We have a confidence knowing that God is truly, he is a man of his word. But how do we have that confidence? Because we've taken the time to really know him mm. um, and be in relationship with him. And we've seen him show up and prove his word to us over and over again. So I think that this song kind of conveys that we can stand with this profound faith like yeah. i said at the beginning profound unshakable faith and say like okay god like if you said it then uh, even if it doesn't feel like it right now or even if we can't see the outcome like we're going to believe what you said if you said this about my circumstance i believe it if you said it about my future i believe it if you said it about like who i am or who you've created me to be i believe it um and i think one of the cool i don't know if it was an ad lib in the song but they go i am who you say i am like they sing mm-hmm. that lyric over and over again so, I mean, it's cool that way, too. Like, we're not even just talking about, like, circumstances and situations. Like, we're literally talking about, like, our identity. Yeah. Like, who God says we are, right? Um, and just the very core of who we've been created to be. Like, if God says this about us, like, we can take that to the bank. Like, we can yeah. believe it, right? About yeah. ourselves. And, I mean, that's the kind of faith that I I want. Mm. Uh, you know, the kind of faith. And I, the kind of faith that I think that the main message of the song is really talking about. Yeah. It's funny because a, a few times, like since I've um, interviewed the worship leaders on this, uh, when they come back and tell me what they think the main message is, oftentimes it's like a little bit different than what I came up with. And we've said time and time again how um, songs can speak like a different way to different people. I think I've talked about that with Adrian quite a bit. But like this this song, it's like a really great encouraging song to me, right? Like if you're yeah. in a struggle, like you can sing about how God's a man of his word and he's going to help you get through that struggle, right? And But it's cool to hear your perspective of how, like, this is just, um, I don't know, but an acknowledgement of our faith in somebody who's man of their word. And yeah. I think that's really beautiful about music is how it can just speak to everybody in the moment. Yeah, absolutely, right? for sure. Funny that you say that, too. Like, I think the more I thought about this song too, and the more I was like, man, like this, this song is might not necessarily be for everybody in every season of their life. Right. Like Mm. this song would be really difficult for you to sing. Like if you were going through a season, like where you were doubting or going through a season where you were seek, like seeking answers for something or going through a season of your life where like, I don't know, it was just really difficult. I mean, we've all been there difficult to trust god mm. right and what he's saying and what he, what he's up to behind the scenes and so yeah i li- was listening to this on the other day thinking like man like this song you know it might not be for everybody at every time yeah. but it's also a cool song to be able to sing even in faith like in a in a circumstance or in a uh, time a period of your life where it's difficult like to sing in faith knowing that like okay even though my heart you know, and my, my circumstance, like whatever's happening around me, even though I I don't necessarily believe, like Mm. I know this to be true because I know who God is Mm. and I know that he never changes, even though things around me might look like they're crumbling down. Right. Um, 
So yeah, like I mean, it it's literally it could take on so many different meanings depending yeah. on the the period of life or the circumstances that you find yourself in, right? Yeah. What's cool about Maverick City too that I've noticed that's different from any other group is like in especially in this song is the music really matches the message where yeah. Like, like this song, as the cool kids would say, is a bop, <laughs> right? Like, it's one that you want to sway to, it's you want to dance yeah. to. Yeah, right? Definitely. And, and so as you're singing these lyrics about the confidence you can have in God, it's almost, like, emotionally lifting, mm-hmm. like, like spirit, like, I don't know. The, yeah. The music is emotionally lifting you as well. And even, right? like, physically, like, it makes you just want to groove, right? Yeah, which yeah. puts you in a better space, and right? Absolutely. Like, so it's really cool that way. Maverick City does that so much with their songs, so... Uh, which I find different than any other worship group. But um, one question I wanted to ask you, too, about this song. So this song has, like, a lot of repetition in it, um, like the same lines over and over again. Um, I mean, I just mentioned it where they have these moments where they almost feel like they're having a bit of a dance session, like they're swaying and they're encouraged to, like, in the recording, (laughs) right, which is awesome. But, like, how does all of that kind of translate into, like, a church worship experience or even a mosaic worship experience on a Sunday night is it possible is it more for like people to listen to personally or is it is there some way of taking it into a worship experience <laughs> yeah good question um it's funny because normally and you know this about me but normally I don't love like repetitive songs mm. like I usually I usually would gravitate more towards songs like with like a really specific structure right yeah. like you know verse one pre-chorus chorus verse two pre-chorus chorus yeah. bridge do you know what i mean like Classic. that's just, it is but it's just like i guess it's what i grew up with too but mm-hmm. it's just what i would usually gravitate towards so like these songs that come out now and i mean they're super popular that are just like literally two lines yeah. <laughs> just over and over again for <laughs> for like 10 minutes i'm like oh my gosh like i don't usually gravitate towards those type of songs um but like you said maverick city oh man they're so cool they're mm-hmm. just so different and unique and collaborative and i love that um, and they leave so much space and so much freedom like in their recordings and mm-hmm. yeah maybe it's just where i'm at right now but i've actually really really enjoyed them um but is it bad if i say that i i don't necessarily i don't know i don't think it would necessarily translate the best into like a congregation, a typical congregational setting today, like in church today. I don't know. I think, I think if anything, even, and I'm thinking maybe specifically for mosaic, like I think if anything, it might work really well as like a tag on the end of a song or maybe like uh, a transition from like one song to another or something like that. Um, But you know what? Like, I guess it depends on the worship leader too, like what they're comfortable with and what their capacity is. Like, I mean, they could really, someone could really surprise you. Right. And like turn this into like a totally different thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like the initially, my initial thought is that it would be difficult to, for this to translate into like a typical congregational church setting. Um, I, I feel like I see this more as like what, Maverick City did with it. It's like kind of like a house church, like living room type of vibe, like recording. Do you know what I mean? Um, And I mean, there's a lot of space and a lot of freedom in the actual song. Like it's what, like eight minutes long or something like that, right? Yeah, like almost 10, I think. Yeah. And so like when when it comes to like physical movement and like um, even like lift, they say like lift up your own type of praise or whatever worship. Mm. So I don't know... I don't know. I don't know if everyone, it would be hard because like a typical congregational setting is so diverse. 
So I don't know if everyone would be uh, ready for it necessarily or comfortable with it yeah. in that kind of setting. Yeah. I also feel like I'm not a musician, but I also feel like this would be a hard song to tackle. Like th- this vibe would be a, a more of a difficult one depending on the type of musicians you had. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's not true, but. <laughs> no, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it would it would be harder. Yeah. And I don't really know how it would fit. But if I could see it fitting anyway, I would see it as more like a, of a tag on something, probably. Yeah. yeah, that's actually a great idea. I think I I think this song shows, um, like the importance of a worship leader like taking the time to think through their set list because I think you're right. Like to take this and do the exact recording would be really awkward and distracting. And I mean, people might start swaying and dancing, but <laughs> like I I don't think it would lead anybody into worship no. necessarily. Like unless. Well, again, like, you got to know your audience. Yeah. So, like, if this was, like, a setting like Maverick Church and, like, everybody's like, yes, this is what we're, this is it, right? Like, this is what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. Right? Then go for it. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think it's important. Just because it's a cool song doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate in that way. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe it's just, it's less about doing it the way that it sounds and more about kind of maybe you mellow it out a little bit or make it Hmm. something a little bit different that that translates a little bit better but yeah who knows cool well i encourage everybody listening to go check out maverick city uh this is two songs now we've talked about on the podcast um to me they're just like a bit of a breath of fresh air in terms of worship music yeah big time um they just sound um and different than everything else um i find everything else really sounds the same to be honest yeah, everything um, is like this generic, like soft rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. like that type of feel. Yeah, lots of like reverb and delay. Yeah, and, yeah. But they're so unique in the sense that, uh, like, they're. I feel like they they don't fit a box. Like no. every song is a, is different yeah. in terms of genre and like the way it's written and even like s- vocalists, like the styles of the vocalists yep. and yeah, they're so. I really really enjoy them. Yeah, that's good. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Sweetums. Um, <laughs> I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, it's been fun. I'm sure we'll get you on um, again at some point. Maybe you'll have like a screaming baby in your arms at that point. But <laughs> a screaming baby and a crazy dog. Yeah. <laughs> if you've heard like some light ticking in the background, that's our... That's Milo. Yeah, that's Milo. We figure we should probably mention him here. But um, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Rebecca, for doing this. Um, As always, if you have comments or questions on anything we said, feel free to reach out um, in our social media. We'd love to hear from you um, and have an awesome, awesome day. Wait, before you finish, can I just say one thing? Yeah. I just want to give a a really big shout out to all of the worship leaders at Mosaic. Yeah. Like they are amazing, amazing, amazing human beings, but also uh, so uniquely gifted and talented. And it, you know, if you've ever been in worship ministry, like it takes a lot to get up in front of people and to to lead in that way like in such a public way mm. um and they do so with a lot of integrity and a lot of heart um and so i just want to give a shout out to them and mm. say that we appreciate you guys so much we love you guys so much everybody really involved in our worship ministry uh, we've got a lot of really talented people but i mean we all know that talent is not everything mm-hmm. uh, so it's really cool when you can see talent and character go hand in hand yeah. Um, so shout out to all of you guys. We love you. Yeah, we love you guys. And uh, keep doing everything that you do. You do it so well. Um, and Mosaic wouldn't be what it is without you. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. <laughs>